Act 2 of The Sorcerer by W.S. Gilbert. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act 2. Scene, marketplace in the village. Rustic houses. In centre, a market cross. Enter peasants dancing, coupled two and two. An old man with a young girl, then an old woman with a young man, then other ill-assorted couples. Happy are we in our loving frivolity, happy and jolly as people of quality. Love is the source of all joy to humanity, money, position and rank are a vanity. Year after year we've been waiting and tarrying, without ever dreaming of loving and marrying. Though we've been hitherto deaf, dumb and blind to it, it's pleasant enough when you've made up your mind to it. Enter Constance, leading notary. Dear friends, take pity on my lot. My cup is not of nectar. I long have loved, as who would not, our kind and reverend rector. Long years ago my love began, so sweetly, yet so sadly. But when I saw this plain old man, Away my old affection ran. I found I loved him madly. Oh, to notary. You very, very plain old man. I love, I love you madly. You very, very plain old man. She loves, she loves you madly. I am a very deaf old man and hear you very badly. I know not why I love him so. It is enchantment, surely. He's dry and snuffy, deaf and slow, ill-tempered, weak and poorly. He's ugly and absurdly dressed, and sixty-seven nearly. He's everything that I detest, but if the truth must be confessed, I love him very dearly. Oh, you're everything that I detest, but still I love you dearly. You're everything that girls detest. But still she loves you dearly. I caught that line, but for the rest I did not hear it clearly. During this verse Aline and Alexis have entered at back unobserved. Oh joy, oh joy, the charm works well, and all are now united. The blind young boy obeys the spell, the troth they all have plighted. Oh joy, oh joy, oh joy the, the charm works well, and all are now united. The blind young boy obeys the spell, the truth they all have plighted. True happiness reigns everywhere, and dwells with both the sexes, and all will bless the thoughtful care of their beloved Alexis. Oh bitter joy, no words can tell how my poor heart is blighted. They'll soon employ a marriage bell to say that we're united. I do confess a sorrow rare my humbled spirit vexes, and none will bless example rare of their beloved Alexis. Oh joy, oh joy, no words can tell my state of mind delighted. They'll soon employ a marriage bell to say that we're united. True happiness reigns everywhere, and dwells with both the sexes, and all will bless example rare of their beloved Alexis. 
all except Alexis and Aline dance off to symphony. How joyful they all seem in their newfound happiness. The whole village has paired off in the happiest manner, and yet not a match has been made that the hollow woe would not consider ill-advised. But we are wiser, far wiser than the world. Observe the good that will become of these ill-assorted unions. The miserly wife will check the reckless expenditure of her too frivolous consort. The wealthy husband will shower innumerable bonnets on his penniless bride. And the young and lively spouse will cheer the declining days of her aged partner with comic songs unceasing. What a delightful prospect for him! But one thing remains to be done, that my happiness may be complete. We must drink the filter ourselves, that I may be assured of your love for ever and ever. Oh, Alexis, do you doubt me? Is it necessary that such love as ours should be secured by artificial means? Oh, no, no, no! My dear Aline, time works terrible changes, and I want to place our love beyond the chance of change. Alexis, it is already far beyond that chance. Have faith in me, for my love can never, never change. Then you absolutely refuse? I do. If you cannot trust me, you have no right to love me, no right to be loved by me. Enough, Aileen. I shall know how to interpret this refusal. Thou hast the power, thy vaunted love, to sanctify all doubt above, despite the gathering shade, to make that love of thine so sure, that come what may it must endure. Till time itself shall fade, thy love is but a flower, that fades within the hour. If such thy love, O oh shame, call it by other name, it is not love. Thine is the power, and thine alone, to place me on so proud a throne, that kings might envy me, a priceless throne of love untold, more rare than orient pearl and gold. But no, thou wouldst be free, such love is like the ray, that dies within the day. If such thy love, O oh shame, call it by other name, it is not love. Enter Dr. Daly. It is singular, it is very singular. It has overthrown all my calculations. It is distinctly opposed to the doctrine of averages. I cannot understand it. Dear Dr. Daly, what has puzzled you? My dear, this village has not hitherto been addicted to marrying and giving in marriage. Hitherto the youths of this village have not been enterprising, and the maidens have been distinctly coy. Judge, then, of my surprise when I tell you that the whole village came to me in a body just now, and implored me to join them in matrimony, with as little delay as possible. Even your excellent father has hinted to me that, before very long, it is not unlikely that he also may change his condition. Oh, Alexis, do you hear that? Are you not delighted? Yes. I confess that a union between your mother and my father would be a happy circumstance indeed. Crossing to Dr. Daly. My dear sir, the news that you bring us is very gratifying. Yes, still in my eyes it has its melancholy side. This universal marrying recalls the happy days, now, alas, gone forever, when I myself might have... But tush, I am pulling. 
i am too old to marry and yet within the last half-hour i have greatly yearned for companionship i never remarked it before but the young maidens of this village are very comely so likewise are the middle-aged also the elderly all are comely and uh, all are engaged here comes your father enter sir marmaduke with mrs partlet arm in arm mrs partlet dr daly give me joy alexis my dear boy you will i am sure be pleased to hear that my declining days are not unlikely to be solaced by the companionship of this good virtuous and amiable woman my dear father this is not altogether what i expected i am certainly taken somewhat by surprise still it can hardly be necessary to assure you that any wife of yours is a mother of mine aside to aline it is not quite what i would have wished mrs partlet crossing to alexis oh sir i entreat your forgiveness i am aware that socially i am not everything that could be desired nor am i blessed with an abundance of worldly goods but i can at least confer on your estimable father the great and priceless dowry of a true tender and loving heart i do not question it after all a faithful love is the true source of every earthly joy i knew that my boy would not blame his poor father for acting on the impulse of a heart that has never yet misled him zora is not perhaps what the world called beautiful still she is comely distinctly comely <sighs> zora is very good and very clean and honest and quite sober in her habits and that is worth far more than beauty dear sir marmaduke yes beauty will fade and perish but personal cleanliness is practically undying for it can be renewed whenever it discovers symptoms of decay my dear sir marmaduke i heartily congratulate you <sighs> quintet alexis aline sir marmaduke zora and dr daly i rejoice that it's decided happy now will be his life for my father is provided with a true and tender wife she, she will tend, tend him, him nurse him, him mend him, him ere his linen dries his tears bless the thoughtful fates that send him such a wife to soothe his years no young giddy thoughtless maiden full of graces airs and jeers but a sober widow laden with the weight of fifty years no high-born exacting beauty blazing like a jewelled sun but a wife who'll do her duty as that duty should be done i'm no saucy minx and giddy hussies such as they abound but a clean and tidy witty well be known for miles around all the village now have mated all are happy as can be i to live alone am fated no one's left to marry me she, she will tend, tend him, him nurse him, him mend, mend him, him ere his linen dries his tears bless the thoughtful fates that send him such a wife to soothe his years exeunt sir marmaduke and mrs partlet 
Aline and Alexis. Dr. Daly looks after them sentimentally, then exit with a sigh. Mr. Wells, who has overheard part of this quintet and who has remained concealed behind the market cross, comes down as they go off. Oh, I have wrought much evil with my spells, an ill I can't undo. This is too bad of you, J.W. Wells. What wrong have they done you? And see, another lovelorn lady comes. Alas, poor stricken dame, a gentle pensiveness her life benumbs, and mine alone the blame. Sits at foot of Market Cross. Lady Sangazure enters. She is very melancholy. Alas, ah, me, and well a day. I sigh for love, and well I may, for I am very old and grey. But stay. Sees Mr. Wells and becomes fascinated by him. What is this fairy form I see before me? Oh, horrible. She's going to adore me. This last catastrophe is overpowering. Why do you glare at me with visage lowering? For pity's sake, recoil not thus from me. My lady, leave me. This may never be. Hate me. I drop my H's. Have through life. Love me. I'll drop them too. Hate me. I always eat peas with a knife. Love me. I'll eat like you. Hate me. I spend the day at Rocheville. Love me. That joy I'll share. Hate me. I often roll down one tree hill. Love me. I'll join you there. Love me. My prejudices I will drop. Hate me. That's not enough. Love me. I'll come and help you in the shop. Hate me. The life is rough. Love me. My grammar I will all forswear. Hate me. Abjure my lot. Love me. I'll stick sunflowers in my hair. Hate me. They'll suit you not. At what I am going to say, be not enraged. I may not love you, for I am engaged. Engaged? Engaged to a maiden fair, with bright brown hair and a sweet and simple smile, who waits for me by the sounding sea on a South Pacific isle. Aside. A lie. No maiden waits me there. She has bright brown hair. A lie. No maiden smiles on me. By the sounding sea. Oh, agony, rage, despair. The maiden has bright brown hair, and mine is as white as snow. False man, it will be your fault. If I go to my family vault and bury my lifelong woe. Oh, agony, rage, despair. Oh, where will this end? Oh, where? I should like very much to know. It will certainly be my fault. 
if she goes to her family vault to bury her lifelong woe the, the family, family vault, vault the, the family vault it will certainly be my fault, fault if she goes to her family vault to bury my lifelong woe exit lady sangazure in great anguish oh hideous doom to scatter desolation and sow the seeds of sorrow far and wide to foster malances through the nation and drive high-born old dames to suicide shall i subject myself to reprobation by leaving her in solitude to pine no come what may i'll make her reparation so aged lady take me i am thine exit mr wells enter aline this was meant to have been the happiest day of my life but i am far from happy alexis insisted i taste a filcher and when i tried to persuade him that to do so would be an insult to my pure and lasting love he tells me that i object because i do not desire that my love for him shall be eternal well sighing and producing a file i can at least prove to him that in that he is unjust alexis doubt me not my loved one see thine uttered will is sovereign law to me all fear all thought of ill i cast away it is my darling's will and i obey she drinks the filter the fearful deed is done my love is near i go to meet my own in trembling fear if o'er us aught of ill should cast a shade it was my darling's will and i obeyed as aline is going off she meets dr daly entering pensively he is playing on a flageolet under the influence of the spell she at once becomes strangely fascinated by him and exhibits every symptom of being hopelessly in love with him oh my voice is sad and low and with timid step i go for with the load of love o'erladen i inquire of every maiden will you wed me little lady will you share my cottage shady little lady answers no thank you for your kindly proffer good your heart and fool your coffer yet i must decline your offer i'm engaged to so-and-so 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 she's engaged to so-and-so what a rogue young heart to pillage what a worker on love's tillage every maiden in the village is engaged to so-and-so 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 all engaged to so-and-so at the end of the song dr daly sees aline and under the influence of the potion falls in love with her oh joyous boon oh mad delight oh sun and moon oh day and night rejoice rejoice with me proclaim our joy ye birds above ye brooklets murmur forth our love in choral ecstasy oh joyous boon oh mad delight o oh, sun and moon o oh, 
day and night. Ye birds and brooks and fruitful trees, with choral joy delight the breeze. Rejoice, rejoice with me. Enter Alexis. Aileen, my only love, my happiness, the future, you have tasted it? Yes, yes. Oh, joy mine, mine for ever and for aye. Embraces her. Alexis, don't do that. You must not. Dr. Daly interposes between them. Why? Alas, that lovers thus should meet. Oh, pity, pity me. Oh, charge me not with cold deceit. Oh, pity, pity me. You bade me drink with trembling awe. I drank and by the potion's law. I loved the very first I saw. Oh, pity, pity me. My dear young friend, consoled be, we pity, pity you. In this I am not an agent free, we pity, pity you. Some most extraordinary spell o'er us has cast its magic fell. The consequences I need not tell, we pity, pity you. Some most extraordinary spell o'er us has cast its magic fell. The, the consequence, consequence we need not tell. They we pity, pity me. False one, begone, I spurn thee. To thy new love, turn thee. Thy perfidy all men know. I could not help it. Alexis calling off. Come one, come all. We could not help it. Obey my call. I could not help it. Come hither, run. We could not help it. Come every one. Enter all the characters, except Lady Sangazure and Mr. Wells. Oh, what, what is, is the matter, and what, what is the clatter? He's glowering at her and threatens a blow. Oh, why, why does he batter the girl he did flatter? And why does the latter recoil from him so? Prepare for sad surprises, my love Aileen despises. No thought of sorrow shames her, another lover claims her. Be his, false girl, for better or for worse. But ere you leave me, may a lover's curse. Hold! Dr. Daly coming forward. Be just. This poor child drank the filtre at your insistence. She hurried off to meet you, but most unhappily she met me instead. As you had administered the potion to both of us, the result was inevitable. But fear nothing from me. I will be no man's rival. I shall quit the country at once, and bury my sorrow in the congenial gloom of a colonial bishopric. My excellent old friend. Taking his hand, then turning to Mr. Wells, who has entered with Lady Sangazure. Oh, Mr. Wells, what, what is to be done? I do not know, and yet... There is one means by which this spell may be removed. Name it. Oh, name it. Or you or I must yield up his life to Arimenes. I would rather it were you. I should have no hesitation in sacrificing my own life to spare yours, but we take stock next week, and it would not be fair on the company. True. Well, I am ready. No, no, Alexis, it must not be. Mr. Wells, if he must die, that all may be restored to their old loves. 
what is to become of me i should be left out in the cold with no love to be restored to true true i did not think of that to the others my friends i appeal to you and i will leave the decision in your hands for i or he must die which shall it be reply die thou thou art the cause of all offending die thou yield thou to this decree unbending die thou die thou die thou so be it i submit my fate is sealed to popular opinion thus i yield falls be happy all leave me to my despair i go it matters not with whom or where gong all quit their present partners and rejoin their old lovers sir marmaduke leaves mrs partlet and goes to lady sangajour aline leaves dr daly and goes to alexis dr daly leaves aline and goes to constance notary leaves constance and goes to mrs partlet all the chorus make a corresponding change oh my, oh, my adored one unmingled joy ecstatic beloved boy they embrace come to my mansion all of you at least we'll crown our rapture with another feast now, now to the, the banquet we press now for the eggs and ham now for the mustard press now for the strawberry jam now to the banquet we press now for the eggs and the ham now for the mustard and press now for the strawberry jam now for the tea of our host now for the rollicking bun now for the muffin and toast now for the gay salon now for the tea of our host now for the rollicking bun now for the muffin and toast now for the gay salon general dance end of act two end of the sorcerer by w s gilbert